Welcome to the Web 2.0 Show with your hosts, Josh Owens and Chris Saylor. We're a show about the new web, the latest thoughts and technology behind internet development and content delivery. Welcome to episode 11. We have John Green with us from Savica. Is that how you say your company's name? Yep, that's it. Okay. It's uh, S-A-V-V-I-C-A. Tell us a little bit about yourself, John, where you're from, uh, what you've done in the past, that kind of thing. Sure. Well, we're from Toronto. It's me and five colleagues that, that make up Savica. It's mostly run by my wife and I. We're, we're both recent grads, as is everyone on the team. Yeah, we, we have a fairly interesting background, thanks to our, our, the university program that we participated in. We were at the, uh, in the co-op program at the University of Waterloo. And so through that, we got the experience of traveling around the world and doing lots of neat jobs. Uh, we were actually in Austin, Texas there. I noticed that you're uh, covering the South by Southwest Interactive, uh, which is coming yeah. out. So, yeah, I, it, it, actually, I w- wish we were still in Austin. Uh, it looks like a great event. Yeah, it um, looks like it's going to be awesome. It looks great. And it's fantastic <laughs> that you guys are covering it. So anyways, we, we worked in, in Austin there for a while. I worked in, in Germany in nanotechnology, and I've worked on Wall Street uh, doing financial systems. I've had a good tour of the, the computer industry, and now we, we've settled back in Toronto where we, we all began and are doing this Web 2.0 thing. Awesome. So tell us about your company, Savica, and the team you have there. There's five of us. We're all recent grads, either from the University of Toronto or from Waterloo. Um, most of us have computer science or, or computer engineering degrees. There's Chris, Ajay, Dave, uh, Malgosha, my wife, and I. Yeah, so we're a pretty humble enterprise, but uh, we're really getting going. We really went live. We had sort of a soft launch, but things really started going in, in December. And we've had a lot of attention since then, and uh, I'm happy to report that we're getting a lot of interest from, from big customers and from investors, uh, and we have we have users all over the world now. We, you know, we have hits coming in from 130 or 140 countries or something like that, and we seem to have a fairly active users from at least 90 countries. So it's pretty exciting. Excellent. I guess you started to talk a little bit about Nuvo there. How did you come up with that idea? Well, we, we actually kind of fell backwards into it a little bit. You'll notice that Savica is the name of our company. And we actually started building an enterprise learning management system. If you're familiar with that space, you may know Blackboard and WebCT. And there's a lot of other large competitors like SumTotal and so on. And we just looked at those products and figured that we could do a, a much better job of it. So we started building that product, and we, we called it Savica Enterprise LMS. And then we kind of fell backwards in the idea that well, why don't we build one, build a build a, an e-learning service for freelance trainers? Part of our story actually it includes my parents. My parents are are very well-known educators around the world, and they give a lot of freelance training and, and stuff, particularly in, in Germany and Scotland and, and in Italy. We we just kind of said, well, why don't we take a subset of our enterprise elements and you know design a product for them and you know all the other freelance trainers of the world. And then, you know, and then as a stepping stone to building, you know, the big product that we imagined. And then, you know, we thought, well, the branding is going to have to be a lot different than enterprise software. And we just started, we really honestly felt rather backwards into this. We came up with the name Nuvo, which is N-U-V-V-O, uh, and then got the domain name, which was, of course, very important. And, uh, and then, you know, we worked on the brand and, and put together the website and everything, and then uh, sure enough, you know, it really took off. We've actually since abandoned our efforts, you know, with our Savica Enterprise LMS product and are, and are just focusing on Nuvo, given given all the traction it, it's achieved. 
So that's really how we arrived at the idea. We went after this enterprise LMS product, and then we, we kind of came upon this idea. It will explain a few aspects of our system, which may be interesting to your listeners. Our product is done completely in enterprise Java. Uh, most of the Web 2.0 applications you see today use you know, more lightweight scripting languages like PHP or, or Ruby. Um, you know, our, our system, for better or for worse, is done all in enterprise Java. Cool. Amiibo is actually done in C, so I mean that's that's really hardcore. Yeah. But, it's, uh, <laughs> so, so it's done in Java. Obviously, you should you should choose the tool that you're familiar with. And so you have, I guess, your team has uh, experience with Java, or did you just say, "Hey, we're gonna this is the best tool for the job. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and learn it as we're building this." There's little doubt in my mind that Enterprise Java would be the best tool to build enterprise software package. I mean, it's either that or .NET. So w we did choose the best tool for the job when we were designing that product. And then now that we've come into this space, it's a little bit different. If we were to do it again, we may choose different language, you know, like, like the ones I mentioned, uh, you know, the scripting languages like, like PHP or Ruby. But then again, it, it, you know, we also have our benefits of being a compiled language. There's a lot more libraries, it seems to me, that we, that we leverage. There's just a lot, there's a really strong foundation for dealing with time zones and uh, languages and localizing and we're using a lot of really fancy libraries too, like uh, like Struts, which is a, an MVC framework, mm -hmm. and we're also using uh, Hibernate, which is a, a really incredible uh, object relational mapping software or a mapping framework for, for the back end. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for for better or for worse, that's kind of where we're at right now. <laughs> cool. I guess for you know for our listeners, um, a lot of people choose the scripting languages because they feel like they're they're more adaptable and maybe maybe quicker to write in. I guess, how long did it take for you to develop uh, Nouvelle? Sure. Well, we started, I would agree that it's probably a lot faster to develop things in the scripting languages. And, and so we may be burdened with it with a little bit of extra uh, weight as, as we develop new features. I, I mean, the most important thing, though, is probably the familiarity you have with your tools. And by this point, we're all fairly familiar, and so we can still move rather quickly. Mm -hmm. We started rolling, I guess, in, in the fall of 2004, about not quite a year and a half ago. And originally, it, w it was just me. And then soon after, uh, Ajay joined the team, and Ajay has ex a lot of database experience. So he, you know, to this day is almost wholly responsible for the back end of our system. And then my wife also joined the team shortly after. So we, we got rolling sort of, sort of slowly when it was just me for the first four months or so. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, we added Chris to the team in, in May, and then, and then Dave didn't join in, until September. So... You know, we really weren't at full strength the whole time, but it basically, I would say it took us about a year. That's usually what we tell people. Oh, cool. What about responding to, like, changes? I mean, um, since it is a, a larger framework than some of the other your lighter languages, are you able to implement changes fairly quickly? Or Yeah, I would say so. Being just very familiar with the tools allows us to respond fairly quickly. A good example of that is Java has a lot of very good tools to, to localize software. And it comes in a, in a lot of different forms. And as you know, Java software can be in the form of applets and a lot of different, different formats. You know, there's a lot of really robust tools around localization. So for us, when we started getting uh, so much international exposure, uh, it, it was apparent that we needed to have a, a way of localizing our system. And so it actually only took maybe, maybe a day or two, and we, we added a new web app to our application uh, that allows our users to enter... Uh, translations themselves. So we've have, we're very thankful to have uh, such enthusiastic users around the world that have already translated us into uh, German, uh, Hebrew, 
and and French and and, and German, I should say, and French and Japanese and Portuguese and several other languages are are, are underway right now. She's very so, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it's a nice way of leveraging what the language has to offer. Uh, another mm-hmm. interesting example, and th- this actually we did from, from the beginning, but taking advantage of the Java stuff, um, you know, using the Java uh, date object and, and the calendar objects, um, you know, it's very easy to support time zones. You know, a lot of applications, it, it's actually surprising for me to see even some calendaring applications, uh, of which there's dozens on the, online right now, that don't even support time zones properly. And, and that is one of the that, biggest complaints of anybody yeah. using an online calendar is like, can you please just handle time zones correctly? You know, like I'm taking a flight, I'm going into a new time zone, and can you can you somehow work that out? <laughs> and oh, online yeah. calendars just don't do it. Absolutely, and I mean in North America it's a, it's a problem, but it, even more so when you're working with people in Europe. And like we, most of our users are are, are international, so it's mm-hmm. especially important, you know, for for the international community. What kind of hardware do you guys run Nuvo on? I mean, how many customers do you have? How many how many servers, database servers, that kind of thing do you have? Sure, it's it's actually an interesting question because we're we're going through a big transition as we speak. Um, we originally, you know, were just hosting it on one one server. We we leased an, a, a server from uh, from Rackspace, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we were humming along just fine there. We were only in our in our second month there online when we got uh, covered on TechCrunch, one of your sister publications uh, in the Web <laughs> 2.0 workgroup. We uh, quipped on our uh, blog that we now understand why they call it TechCrunch, and uh, so it, I mean it. it you know, brought down our server several times throughout the day. We had we had trouble keeping it up, and you know, so we quickly identified that we need to get a better solution, and so we started uh, auditioning a lot of different, uh, you know, load balancers and, and and you know, hosting providers, and you know, really looked at the whole at resolving the whole situation a lot sooner than we'd planned. I must admit, even in our wildest dreams, did we not really imagine getting this type of pickup so quickly. So anyways, the state where we're at right now, though, is we found this, this real gem of a technology company called Xkoto. It's xkoto.com, and they have a really interesting new product called Gridiron, which is a database load balancer uh, as opposed to a, a web server load balancer. So mm-hmm. what this does is allows you to distribute your database across multiple databases and to hot swap them and to have databases located off-site that can be called in in the case of a, of a disaster. And it, it, it just a, it, it's a really interesting product, and I think we're the first ones to, to use it in production. So that, that's, you know, that, that's something to be proud of. And anyways, we're, we're using that, and as a requirement of moving to this Gridiron product, though, we had to transition to uh, DB2. Uh, mm-hmm. We were using MySQL previously. So, anyways, we're 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 kind of moving up market, you know, with with our backend solutions. We also, re- with regards to uh, the hosting solution, we've gone out and we, we've purchased a, a number of servers from Sun and from Dell, you know, and have set up, you know, a proper, you know, distributed sort sort of system. Um, the, the Xcodo is that something that like a, maybe a small business can afford, or is that definitely something you need a, a VC for to invest in? <laughs> well, I I don't want to speak for them. Um, you know, as, as their first uh, production uh, customer, we got a really good deal on it. I'll leave it to you to get in touch with, with that team and, and to talk to them. I, I imagine, and I don't want to speak for them, but I imagine that at this point they may be interested in, in more pilot projects and, and there may be different uh, pricing solutions. But, you know, if, if you can afford it, it certainly seems like a great technology. Now, is DB2 the only database that they support with that technology? I think it is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that would probably be good to know for our listeners. 
Now, with your application, you know, what types of training do you offer? Is it all pre-recorded training, or can you do kind of a instructor-led training, which is interactive with the students? Sure. I'll answer that question in just one second. I just thought one other thing that your, your listeners might be very interested to be aware of is that DB2 actually now has a new uh, edition called Express C, which is, which is free for use. There's no licensing fees. Yeah, it, it was really fascinating for us because, uh, you know, we'd always hoped that we'd be able to afford and move up to, to an Oracle or, or you know, a, a DB2, uh, but we didn't want to pay the per-processor licensing. So the combination of being able to use Express C with, with Gridiron uh, from Xcode was a good combination. But anyways, to, to answer your question about uh, the type of training that Nuvo does, uh, this is great. Now we're getting, you know, sort of the meat and potatoes of what we do. Nuvo, it focuses on instructor-led training. That's uh, as opposed to uh, computer-based training. Uh, computer-based training is sort of like you know sticking a CD-ROM into your computer and, and you know going through it at your own pace. Uh, instructor-led training is characterized by having an active instructor that participates uh, throughout the course, and and all the students go through in a cohort, so they, they go through together. Um, our system uh, allows you to uh, allows students to collaborate with each other to uh, you know have uh, synchronous and asynchronous communications, uh, you know, and to you know, submit assignments and, and to work, work together on things. So we're really following sort of the course format that's all about instructor, instructor-led training. Does that answer your question about the, the type of thing that, that we do? Yeah, but uh, are they more of a live interactive class or, I mean, do you offer the option to pre-record it and just let someone sit down and run through a course without an instructor being there? Most of the courses that, that appear on Nuvo are, are more asynchronous. So that is, the, they're pre-recorded and they, they include material and uploads and, and videos and sounds and, and all, all the stuff that you might, might expect. Um, but they do tend to be uh, asynchronous. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, which means that people do it on their own schedule, but they, they still collaborate with each other. Okay. Yeah. But your product does offer synchronous training if people are interested in that? Right. Um, we've... Uh, we've Partnered with Skype, um, you know, by integrating you know the Skype logo in various points throughout the uh, application, you can instantiate both one-on-one -on -one and conference calls with students and with other uh, and with the instructor and so on. So that's the only step we've taken in, into synchronous communication. Oh, very nice. Um, it's it's certainly an area that we're exploring though. Um, you know, we're imagining whiteboards and and being able to, to collaborate in, in different sort of ways online. So. So there's certainly more to come in that regard, but for now, uh, Skype integration is, is our first step. Yeah. Actually, Skype's offering now video, at least on Windows, so you know, you're going to get that for free now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, another neat thing that they, they've uh, just released, and I think we were among the first, the first couple uh, of websites to, to include it, uh, this is Skype web presence. So you can see through, the, through a web page uh, whether someone's online or offline or otherwise. Oh, so, um, nice. a, as an instructor, you would be able to look down your student list, and, and you know the icon would change, you know, depending on the, the current status of your students. So that's one neat thing that, that we've integrated with them, um, and and we look forward to doing a lot more with Skype. There, uh, we've been in touch with them. I got, must let me just take a break from from the regular scheduled program here and just say how much fun this Web 2.0 stuff is. Uh, <laughs> Skype Skype is located in Luxembourg, and you know we've had some, some neat calls with them, and we've had just great calls with, with fantastic people all around the world. It's just it's just great. Uh, anyways, back back to the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. 
Let's see. Now, how do you plan to compete with some of the larger e-learning solutions like Sentra? Uh, I believe they're now called uh, Saba. Saba. I put yeah, names all the time. Saba. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with them. There's been a, I mean, there's a lot of very big players in e-learning. Um, mm -hmm. I think SumTotal is, is the largest right now, and, and they focus on corporate e-learning, and they, they've actually bought up several of their largest competitors. And so, you know, there's some real behemoths, I must say, in, in the <laughs> industry. In, in the higher education space, there's, there's Blackboard, which, which recently bought a WebCT, which was their biggest competitor, and so now consolidated, they have some 80% of the market share. You know, these are big organizations with big budgets. They, they have, you know, huge, massive sales teams and, and certainly lots of financing and everything. And so the only way that we compete with them is by not competing with them. What we do is just go after new markets, you know, go after clients and, and opportunities that they don't, you know, because of their birth, can't afford to go after. One typical customer, for instance, would be a fairly small high school or, or a small university or college that can't afford tens of thousands of dollars in licensing fees every year for their e-learning system. In addition to focusing on freelance trainers, which we do, and, and others, we're also focusing on you know, the low end of the market, which can't afford those systems and, I should say, also often don't have the uh, IT staff in-house to, to host these, this software and to maintain it and keep it secure and so on. And so we go after that the low end of the market that they can't make any money on anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, I was um, I was looking through your e-learning market, and there's just a lot of um, like independent people who have built up a knowledge of a particular area, and they're able to tap into a whole the whole world as a market, and and you know provide their expertise to people. Uh, it's really oh, kind of yeah. cool. There's, there's all kinds of stuff in here. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's certainly a lot of interesting things in there. There's like one in here for the new age hippie, uh, Hindustani music for the Western listener. <laughs> you know, this is awesome. <laughs> Believe it or not, I think that's actually a fairly busy one. Uh, there, there's a lot of really interesting courses that go through our, go through our system. I, I, and it, it's important for me to say, though, that not all the courses that are in our system are in the market. In fact, I think only about 10% of the courses or less get advertised in the market. Most of our users tend to be run private courses. So this would be like a high school teacher you know, that wants to do some e-learning with, with their students in, in different situations like that where the instructor and the students already have some sort of relationship and you know, the courses are, are by invitation only. So uh, if you have the opportunity to go through it and try out Nouveau, you'll see that when you create your course or your courses, you have a lot of different options. You can advertise on your own portal and on uh, in the market, or you can comp keep it completely private and have like an invitation-only thing. And then, and then further, I should mention too that you, know, you can run free courses or you can run uh, paid courses. So you can set the price as the instructor to anything that you want. You know, from you know five dollars or less or five hundred dollars. You'll even see in the market there, there's some courses for like fifteen hundred dollars or something like that. So there's a lot of options when you create your courses and. You, you know, you can choose whether or not you want it to have it marketed publicly. Now, speaking of money, just curious, how do you guys make your money with the product? I see on the front page you advertise that it's a free e-learning on-demand solution. Right. Um, well, I, I, I don't want to speak for other Web 2.0 companies, but um, I think what makes us rather different and why we're getting a lot of uh, interest from, from investors and, and, and venture capitalists and so on is because there actually really is a, a rather solid uh, a business plan behind all of this. Uh, we make money in three ways. The first, as you would expect from a Web 2.0 company, is advertising. There's targeted Google ads on, on select pages of our system, and there may be more in the, in the future. 
So that's certainly one expected uh, revenue stream. The, the second way is by, by premium services. Now, right now, Nouveau, Nouveau Basic, as we call it, is the only edition of Nouveau available. Just by the end of this week, though, if not very early next week, we'll be releasing Nouveau Plus, which will have all the, the features that you would expect from, from Nouveau, but it would include a lot of other in, interesting new things, uh, increased storage space, uh, control over the Google ads that appear on your site, and, and a lot of, a lot of, uh, of, of new features. And then uh, in about a month's time, we'll be releasing Nouveau Enterprise, which will go after that, that market that I described earlier, the, the, the sort of small institutions uh, of the world. The pricing for, for Nouveau Plus will be $10 per month, and the pricing for Nouveau Enterprise will likely be uh, $70 a month. And I, I actually, I should congratulate you. I think this is the first time we've ever announced this publicly. So, um, oh, awesome. Uh, yeah. um, I finally so give I my think, secret information. Yeah. <laughs> Except so, by the time we edit the podcast, it'll, you'll probably have already announced it. Shut in. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, you've probably got a couple of days. Uh, Nouveau Plus won't, won't be released probably until the end of the week or, or, or early next week, as I, as I said. And then uh, Nouveau Enterprise, uh, which we're already piloting, by the way, with a, a medium-sized uh, U.S. university and a couple other neat companies. That will be $70 a month with, with some additional things that, that can be purchased on top of that. It only includes a, a fixed number of, of users and then, you know, to, to add more users, it's $50 and so on. So... To be perfectly honest, guys, we hadn't we hadn't really finalized the pricing, so I'm a little bit ahead of myself in, in telling you about it. But uh, that, that's what you can expect, some, somewhere in that neighborhood. Okay, oh, cool. we'll throw disclaimers around it all. <laughs> yes, yeah. <true>. thank you. <laughs> now, one thing about the – I'm fascinated with this e-learning marketplace. I'm, I'm looking through these classes here. But one thing like that pops out at me is kind of what eBay wrangled with. What happens when you go in and you sign up for this class? And some of these classes, you know, you know, you're, you're purchasing a class from someone you may not know, and it's $125. Basically, what happens if it's crap? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's a very good question. You know, eBay has a thousand people on their staff that deal with fraud because it's just a very real problem. Anonymity that we that we enjoy and loathe on the internet just allows for these sort of things. So. We're just we're growing our team and we're growing our business. Mm -hmm. I mentioned we're we're getting a lot of uh, of interest from from investors of all kinds. So uh, we'll be growing at our team and just dealing with these things uh, as they come up. I'm happy to report that there's been no incidents of fraud yet. So far, so good. But uh, we have you know usage guidelines and we, we've worked with some some top lawyers here in Toronto to to hash out our, our usage guidelines and our privacy policies and and all of these sort of things. So, in a legal sense we're covered. In a practical mm -hmm. sense, uh, we need to build out the team to be able to respond, you know, once this thing really goes to scale. We have plans on, on, on doing that. Now, have you thought about letting your users take care of that for you with some sort of a comment system? Oh, absolutely. The, the marketplace that you see today is really just a beginning of, of what we hope to achieve in the long run. Yeah, we're, we're imagining, you know, for instance, one, one of the things that we'll hopefully be releasing in the next couple of weeks is a, is a tagging system so that uh, you'll you'll notice from looking at the market right now that there's just a big straight list. You know, we'll be doing the, the proper Web 2.0 thing of, of allowing the instructors <laughs> to tag their courses and maybe even oh. to allow other people to tag courses. And oh, then, cool. you know, doing the whole cloud navigation uh, trick, you know, and, and, and instead of just categories and so on. So there'll be a lot more pages to the market. There'll be, you know, like search and, and then peer review is, a, is another obvious one. Um, mm -hmm. For students that have, say, taken a course from a particular instructor, we'll be able to rate that instructor. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so th this is just the tip of the iceberg with regards to the market. 
Cool. I, I'm really interested in this hypnotic mind control workshop, but it's going to be 200 bucks. Everybody notices that one. <laughs> I had a question. Do you guys have, like, tests online? Like, if, if people are taking the course, you can stop at a point and be like, here's a test, like multiple choice type of thing? Yes. Oh, really? Yes, we do. Do uh, yeah, Pop quiz. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, we call them uh, eval pages. The courses on Nouveau are composed of either learn pages or eval pages. So if, if you have a chance to go through it, you'll see we have a, a fairly interesting sort of Ajax way of, of composing the, you know, this content. And uh, anyways, the eval pages are composed of, of any regular type of content, like pictures and movies and so on, but also certain uh, question types. So right now there's uh, multiple choice and true-false. I think there's a file upload one, and then there's a, like a subjective question, uh, which would require the that the instructor goes in and, and assigns a grade for that particular question. We, we think we have a, a nice basic set of tools by which uh, instructors can can assess and evaluate the participants in the course. Cool. Very cool. I, I saw here that you were uh, you were recently at demo camp. Uh, how was that? Oh, fantastic! Um, it was it was just on Monday night, and uh, oh yeah, we're we're really enthusiastic, and you can count on us participating uh, in the future. I was going to say, actually, at the beginning of this uh, of this call, I was going to apologize because my, my voice is a little hoarse because I think I got the demo cold while I was there. So uh, <laughs> there's a, there's just a lot going around here in Toronto. It's so cold here. So I, I think my voice is a little hoarse because of it. Anyway, uh, sorry, demo camp is fantastic, though. We, we uh, missed the first one. We attended the second one, and then we, we presented uh, just on Monday at the third one. It's just a great. I mean, I... I you know, we've connected with so many people and so many ideas. We were especially excited about, you know, meeting more people that are interested in, in working, you know, for us or, or partnering with us. And to, to that end, you know, we, we've just met a lot of great people. So we're really excited. And to any of your listeners that are interested in joining the team, uh, please know that we're looking for uh, all sorts of, of, of types of personalities and, and skill sets. And uh, if you think you're interested in, in this sort of stuff, then, uh, then please get in touch. Oh, cool. Are you interested in, uh, like, uh telecommuting or is this uh, local only you know i think we could be open to, to a lot of different things uh certainly um you know being in toronto would be fantastic uh, yeah. and, you know we're, we're hopefully be getting a, a fancy new office there sometime soon so it, that would be the best but uh, uh -huh. you know we're open to all sorts of things I, we're fascinated with design here you know at the web 2.0 show and uh, i like your little i like your little uh nouveau guy here is that everywhere is that on the homepage too or is it just on the blog actually all these you'll, icons are cool you'll find a few characters on the the nouveau homepage. yeah <laughs> who uh, who did these uh, well, a big shout out to uh, 70 Main Street. They, oh. th this is a, a Toronto-based uh, design firm. They they did the original design for Nouveau.com. So the characters that you saw, I think they were penned by uh, Charles Smith, who's one one of the principals at 70 Main Street. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we think they just hit a home run with this. Uh, I can't yeah. say enough good things about those guys. Um, so th they did the original design. Like they did the what, when you go to Nouveau.com, they did the, they did that page. And then uh, many of the other pages, we, we've actually, you know, adopted their style and, and recreated it, like, you know, through the blog and the market and so on. The application itself, we're, we're interested in perhaps getting them to, to do a little, little bit more on it and getting some more icons and, and some more fancier things in there. Okay, that's so awesome. They haven't, they haven't touched that yet. Very cool. So is Nouveau your sole focus right now? Or are you guys working on other products, projects? Uh, no, we're not, we're not working on anything else right now. We were, as I mentioned, looking at this Savica Enterprise LMS product, and then we just, we've kind of abandoned those efforts and, and are just pouring 
you know, our resources in, in the more editions of Nuvo. Incidentally, now we're going to be having a, a Nuvo Enterprise, which is kind of going after what we were originally intending anyways. Um, so, no, we're, we're focused in, entirely on Nuvo and making it a, a, a big success. Excellent. Well, it looks like a great product. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, we, yeah we're, we're, we're definitely impressed. Thank you. Great. Yeah, actually, uh, I tried building a, a a small learning system in PHP, and uh, I can tell you, it's uh, you know, it's not easy, especially meeting. Everybody has their own idea about how these things should work. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of feedback. It's actually interesting when you when you release a product like this, and and we you know get it out there in the blogosphere, and people start picking us up. You know, we get such distinct styles of emails from people in, in the different sort of areas we've infiltrated. So. Believe it or not, our, our first bit of traction actually came from the Mac community. You know, we're big Mac users around here, and, and Nuvo integrates very well with, with several Macintosh applications, like, like the address book because we import vCards, and, and iCal because, you know, we, we can connect with the uh, iCalendar file format. So we actually got a lot of traction from the Mac community originally, and I think we had our, our very first coverage from, from Mac Minute and Mac NN. And so we started getting a lot of good traction uh, that way, and then we sort of got picked up by the, um, about the same time actually, we got picked up by the, sort of the educational community and the Web 2.0 community. And so the, uh, the Web 2.0 community is just so interested in all the little technologies and AJAX and, and RSS mm -hmm. and, and iCal and all this sort of stuff. And then, the, you know, so we, we get one batch of emails that comes in like that. And then the educational community, though, I, I must say, I, even as a technologist, is the most interesting to us because... You know, it's really at the heart and soul of, of what we do. Um, you know, we're, we're an education company uh, first, and we're a technology company second. And mm -hmm. so we get a lot of feedback from, from, a lot of, from a lot of really good people on, on you know, better ways of, um, of promoting learning and, and affecting student achievement. Yeah, so it's interesting. And, and incidentally, we're, we're, we're interested in seeing what other communities are, are going to be interested in this. We've been floating some ideas around here lately about, you know, other areas that, you know, are, are congruent to e-learning. And if, if anybody out there, uh, you know, is interested in, in, in where we might seek more exposure and, and who might be interested, then, uh, yeah, pl please connect up with us and let, let us know your ideas. Cool. Excellent. So is there anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I, I guess if we're, if we're just wrapping this up, though, I'd just like to remind everybody that our uh, URL is nuvvo.com. Hey, I'll just give my personal email address in case anyone would like to contact me directly. It's, uh, cool. it's John, J-O-H-N, dot green, like the color, and it's at savica.com, S-A-V-V-I-C-A.com. Well, awesome. So Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks, yeah. John. We wish you guys the best, and have fun down in Austin there. All right. Will do. This has been a Steel Pixel production. For more information about Steel Pixel, you can check out steelpixel.com. Or for more information about the show, feel free to check out web20show.com. That's web20show.com.
This has been a Steel Pixel production. For more information about Steel Pixel, you can check out steelpixel.com. Or for more information about the show, feel free to check out web20show.com. That's W-E-B-2-0-S-H-O-W.com. 